0: hello and welcome to and let's be heard for wednesday december 28th 2022 i am mike kachopoli okay here we are midweek a wednesday we are halfway through the week we're halfway through this this week of uh, of nothingness this empty week this last week of december this last week of the year which uh always seems to be nothing happening This is like, you know, this is the week where very few people are working. Most people are just letting their Christmas holiday blend into the New Year's holiday. And uh, not that I can blame them. You know, this is the time of year. A lot of people take their vacations. So they take, you know, a week and a half, two weeks off. And there's not much going on. And if you uh, walk around your city, I walk around San Francisco, I'm noticing tourism. That's it. In the tourist areas, such as Union Square and downtown, there are a lot of people. And they're all tourists. And you go into the local areas, and there's no one there because they're all on vacation somewhere else in some other city in some tourist area of some other city. So this is really the week nothing much happens, right? Congress is gone; they're all home, waiting for next week for the new Congress to take over. Uh, the president is on his uh, 856th vacation of his uh, of his uh, presidency, and uh, so not much happening. Not much happening, but there are some things that are going on. There really are. There's still a few things that are happening in this very, very slow news period. Now, you know, you can't stop the news. You know, I could talk about slow news periods, but you can't stop the news from happening. But what happens is it doesn't get much coverage, right? So things still happen the last week of the year, except that it doesn't get any coverage. You know, it's not like the news takes the last week of the year off. Things still happen. But people just – it was really amazing. Once again, if the if the legacy media doesn't cover it, it doesn't happen, right? If the legacy media doesn't cover it, it's really not happening, which is why it seems like not much is going on. But there are a few things. There are a few things that are happening, right? There's a Title 42 extension. Um, there's the uh, – uh, the new COVID regulations. People coming in from China have to go through testing again. Um, there's the the George Santos thing, um, where now everyone wants him to resign because oh my goodness he he ran for Congress and he's a, he's in Congress and he's a liar. Oh, you know this is what always amazes me, how people pretend things are new and mind blowing to them, right? Oh my God, this guy's in Congress and he's a liar. Oh. We've never heard of this before. Is this a new 2023 thing that people who are in Congress are liars? Look, there's a couple of things I hate. If you've listened to me long enough, you know what I hate. I hate hypocrisy. I hate injustice. And you have both combining with this with this Santos story, right? You have injustice and and hypocrisy combining. And another thing I hate is the pile-on. When people pile on, you know, it's like the bully thing where people just begin to pile on, When you start to get that, that the, the, the hate spreading through the group where one person sees someone else hit someone, they all feel they can gang in and hit them. It's okay, it's okay, right? Because you see one person doing it, we can all do it. So it's called the pile-on. We see these kinds of pile-ons in news stories, right? And I don't like the pile-on. And obviously a lot of stuff that went on with Trump was pile-on, right? Let's just pile things on and not let go. And now, of course, they want to make a, an example of, of Mr. Santos, right? They want to make an example of Santos. And I'm sorry, I cannot play into this. Yes, the guys lied. The guy lied, the guy's What do you want me to say? So what? So if that were the case, why aren't we investigating all these other, let, let, let's, do, let's do this. How many Democrats won, 212 in the House? Let's investigate. Let's go into those 212 Democrats that won. And let's investigate and do some digging and see if any of them lied about anything. Let's see if any of them lied about their resume, any of them embellished anything. Let's see if any of those 212 Democrats that just won last month, if any of them lied during the campaign. Do you want to do that? Once again, I like quid quid pro quo, clarice, quid pro quo, clarice. I believe in quid pro quo. Once again, if you want Santos to step down, then Biden needs to step down. If you want to go after Santos, I want digging into the 212 Democrats that just won. Let's do a trade-off. But just to have this sacrificial lamb, right, just to have, make an example of this guy, when so many, many more powerful people that came before him, and many, and many powerful people now who are way above him on the food chain in politics, have lied more than he has. So this idea of going after someone who's low on the totem pole, right, is bullshit. Making example of this guy, sacrificing him, just because the media has decided that this is the story they want to talk about. They want to talk about him lying. I don't know if he's making it better or worse for himself by going on all these shows and talking about it. I mean, I like it in a way that he's apologizing. He's saying he was wrong. He's saying he shouldn't have done it. He's trying to come clean. He's um, doing that, which I guess is good. But uh, what I don't understand is maybe he should just shut up and take office next week. That's it. Now, remember this. Someone brought this up, and this is very important. Eric Swalwell lied about fucking a Chinese spy. Remember, Eric Swalwell lied about fucking a Chinese spy, which I would say, in my opinion, is worse than anything Santos lied about. It's worse than saying you graduated when you didn't graduate. It's worse than saying that you, you, you were this position when you were a couple of notches below. When, when you lie about fucking a Chinese spy, that's a problem when you're in Congress. But what happened? Nancy Pelosi didn't only make sure he stayed in Congress. She gave him a promotion, right? She gave him a promotion. So once again, she was Chinese ish. No, she wasn't Chinese ish. She was really Chinese (laughs) Chinese ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sleeping with a Chinese spy and lying about it is much worse than saying you're Jewish. I say there's no comparison between the two. Let's put it that way. But once again, Pelosi didn't uh, demand the Swalwell step down for the, to do the right thing. She promoted him, seated him, and promoted him. He's on top of you know, all these committees, the schmuck. First of all, he's an asshole. He's a moron. He shouldn't be on any committees. But the fact that Nancy Pelosi did not put any pressure on him to resign and promoted him shows the utter hypocrisy here. It's total hypocrisy. And I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not going to join the pile on and say, oh, yes, the guy must resign. Oh, he must do the right thing. He must do the right thing because everyone else is so honest there. And he's, you know, he's really spoiled. He's a really bad apple. He's spoiling the bunch because the bunch is so fucking honest. (laughs) Give me a break. Truly give me a break. Now some schmuck face DA in New York. Instead of instead of like charging actual violent crimes, right? Instead of charging people who rape and murder and pillage, they wanna go after him as though lying is illegal. If lying's illegal all of a sudden, then the jails are gonna be full with Congress people this coming year. Is that, is that the idea now? We're gonna to try to jail people who lie? Because all of Congress, and I mean all of Congress, because they've all lied at one point or another in their careers. Even the most honest ones have lied at least once, would be in jail. So if you're going to be a virtue signaling DA and go after a politician who lies during a campaign, not even lies as a seated congressperson, lies during a campaign, yet you're going to just turn the other cheek when someone steals a thousand dollars from a store or rapes a young girl or 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 take someone hostage or kills someone. If you're going to just take a, if that's the kind of DA you're going to be, then you are a total scumbag. And that's what these are. These are virtue signaling left wing scumbags. With no sense of, of, of actual morals or decency or ethics, no priorities. But once again it's part of that pylon. Oh, you know, I'm a low life left wing Soros back DA, and I see this Republican, we'll get to that in a second too. Um, that lied, I was caught lying on a resume, basically. As he was running for Congress and everyone is piling on him now. Politicians are piling on him. The the legacy media is piling on him. Now I'm going to take that. I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of that and make a name for myself. And I'm going to pile on this guy and show how virtuous I am that I'm going after a lying politician. Oh, what a virtuous DA I am that I'm going after a lie. Let me tell you, when I'm walking down the street at midnight in a dark alley, I ain't worried about a lying politician putting a bullet in my head. I'm not worried about a lying politician abducting me. I'm not worried about a lying politician raping me. I'm not worried about a lying politician robbing me. That's not what I'm worried about. Are you worried about that? Are you worried about that when you walk down the dark street at midnight in any Democrat-run city? No. Yet these liberal DAs want to go after a politician who lied on a resume. While criminals go free, while miscreants go free, while people who loot, rob, and kill go free. That's their priority. Part of the pylon, the virtue signaling pylon, the hypocrisy, the double standard. I finally did see Santos say something about Biden. Just in the, uh, He was being interviewed by Tulsi Gabbard, who was taking, I understand, but she was kind of taking the self-righteous side on this one, Um, kind of saying that it doesn't matter that Biden lies. It doesn't give him the right to to lie. It doesn't give him the right to lie that Biden lies. No one is saying that. But the idea that Joe Santos was trying to make, don't think he made it too well, is that if I should step down, if I should resign for this, then so should Biden. Make a case. That's what. George Santos needs to say, make a case for me stepping down. Why is it it okay for me to step down, but Biden not step down? Why do I have to step down when politicians of the past, like Eric Swalwell and Joe Biden, didn't have to step down? Why me? Why me? Why now? That's what he should be saying. Just saying they lie, and so I lied, it's almost like you're saying they lied, so I have the right to lie. And that's not the case. That's not the case. You don't have a right to lie. It is absolutely wrong to do what he did. But it's also wrong to once again use him as an example because he has an R after his name. We know the legacy media would not going at, be going after him if he had a D after his name. They might not even write a story about it or you'd see it on page 38 at the bottom. But there'd be no calls for him. There'd be no pile-on. There'd be no DAs charging him with lying. L- what is that, lying while running for Congress? Show me the law. Show me the law there. What's the penal code for lying on your resume while running for political office? I- I'd like to see it. But this is the world we live in now. Real real crimes, real laws don't matter, right? Fake laws, non-laws, virtue signaling, that matters. This trying to, trying to uh, prosecute a guy for lying while running for office, trying to prosecute a store owner for opening up during lockdowns when there was no law saying they couldn't open up. There was no law voted on by any legislature, city, state, or federal, t- telling people they must wear masks when there was no law legislated, city, state, or federal making people take a vaccine to work, to live, to exist, when there was no law, federal, state, or city. This is the problem. There were no laws. Yet we pretended these were laws. They were just edicts from authoritarian dictators. But the actual laws are not being enforced. Look at our cities. Look at our cities. If you watched the legacy media, you wouldn't think there was any crime. You would think it was a made-up. It was a right-wing conspiracy that there's crime being committed. But when I watch Fox News and they actually cover the crimes, 90% of the time, the victim of the crime is a black guy, black person, usually male. So they're the ones who are are the victims of these crimes. But does the legacy media cover it? I thought the legacy media cared. I thought the legacy media cared about minorities. They they were the friend of the minority. Were these left-wing politicians who are supposedly the friend of the minority? That we're having all this crime that's being committed, and the victim is often a black person. But you wouldn't know that unless you watch Fox, and you see all these black families, these mothers and fathers, who have to go on and talk about losing their children in senseless crime that often their children have nothing to do with, like a, a just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And so that's where we are. That's where we are. We're in this upside down world where things that really matter aren't being talked about or covered or prosecuted. And things that don't matter are being talked about, are being covered, are being prosecuted. And we are, this is the result. The result is the highest crime has ever been. The result is the shit economy. You know, No one seems to ask Biden the question. Speaking of the shit economy, no one seems to ask Biden the question, the very simple question that we have asked on this show many times. Three years ago now, three years ago, because we're going back to when he started running for president. You said you were going to not shut down the economy. You were going to shut down the. I'm not going to shut down the economy, Jack. I'm going to shut down the virus. Well, here we are three years later, halfway into your term, and the economy's shit and the virus is raging. So what happened to that promise, Joey? Pinch your cheek, Joey. Hey, Joey, give me a pinch your cheek, Joey. What happened, Joey? What happened to the promise? And now the hypocrite in chief is going to have anyone who's coming from China have to take... The shit PCR tests that don't even work that are wrong 90 percent of the time in order to come into this country when he went out of his way to call Trump limiting or shutting down travel from China at the beginning remember at the beginning almost three years ago, March of 2020 at the beginning at the beginning of the pandemic when you could make a point that people were fearful and and, and didn't know what was going on and we know this has started in China. Whether it was, whether we knew at the time it was created the lab or not, in Wuhan, it was starting in China. That's where it was spreading from. Whether it was a mistake or not, that's where it started. So when Trump shut down travel from China to try to keep the virus out, of course, didn't work because nothing works. Biden called him xenophobic. Biden said he was xenophobic. That's what he said. He said it was xenophobic for telling people from China they couldn't come here by stopping travel from China. And yet now, three years later, three years into this, we have Biden making people from China, just China, take a test to get into the country, take those awful PCR tests that don't work. We're doing the same shit that doesn't work over and over and over. Whether it's travel bans, whether it's PCR tests, whether it's vaccines, whether it's masks, it's the same shit That hasn't worked over and over and over. And I'm not playing into this fucking bullshit psychology, this fucking insanity of doing the same crap over and over and over again that doesn't work like a fucking mook, like a fucking idiot. And that's what we're doing. But once again, the hypocrisy is now this is not xenophobic. Biden will say this is not xenophobic because... The virus is raging in China, and so he's the president of the United States, and he's going to do something. It's not going to work, but he's going to do something that's going to try to stop it from coming here, exactly what Donald Trump did that didn't work in March of 2020 when he called him xenophobic. If you want to say it didn't work, fine, but you can't call him xenophobic for targeting the Chinese, and then three years later, you target the Chinese. What, it's not xenophobic because the Democrats are doing it? It's not xenophobic because... Uncle Joey's doing it. Joey, Amtrak, Joey, I'm pinching your cheek. And here we are. Here we are. Today, the dementia-ridden president writes this has the balls to write this this year our administration took on one of the most powerful special interests in history the pharmaceutical lobby to deliver cost saving cost savings directly to american families and when i signed the inflation reduction act into law the american people won this guy who who has been kneeling in front of big pharma on his old bony knees looking up at them for three years who's been a shill for Big Pharma since he came into office, not since he came into, well, when he came into, yeah, 1970. 1970's been a Big Pharma shill since he came into office, not 2020, 1970. And he has the nerve to say he takes on Big Pharma. He must be talking about the governor in Florida. He must be talking about the governor in Florida who's looking to sue Big Pharma for lying about the vaccines. Maybe that's the guy he's talking about. On taking on big pharma, on not being a shill for the vaccine every fucking other month with a new booster shot, not putting out Ja from Bollywood to shill for big pharma. Every time their sales drop a little bit, every time, every time their jab percentage drops a little bit, when they're not getting enough people taking it, they're not making enough money, and they, they tell they order, they order. Believe me, the big Pharma honchos order Biden to send Ja out there to blow them. And that's what he does. every time. this is standing up to Big Pharma. bullshit. When are we going to end this bullshit? Actually, I had, to, I had to look at someone else's tweet to find that, because I forgot. I blocked Joe Biden. I blocked President Biden a long time ago, because it was just the constant lies. The constant lies and hypocrisy, such as the one Ben Q put up. This is what I was just talking about. This is uh, May. Yeah, this is May of 2020, right? This is May 18th of 2020, and the height, the height, the actual middle of COVID, not now with morons like Fauci saying, we're still in the middle of COVID. It's impossible to be in the middle of something, six months into it, a year into it, three years into it, and 20 years into it. You're still in the middle of something, only if you're a fucking idiot. Do you think you're still in the middle of something 20 years into it? When we were really in May of 2020, actually, factually in the middle of it, Joe Biden said, Trump's coronavirus response was nakedly xenophobic for limiting or shutting off travel from China. Just in, today, U.S. to impose new restrictions on travels from China. How about nakedly hypocrisy? How about nakedly hypocritical? How about naked hypocrisy? When are we going to start calling that out? Naked hypocrisy. At least Elon Musk brings some sanity to the discussion when he says new Twitter policy is to follow the science, which necessarily includes reasoned questioning of the science. Can you imagine that? The new Twitter policy is to follow the science, which necessarily includes reasoned questioning of the science. It only took Elon Musk three years into this shitstorm to say that. To say something that makes just so much sense. Common and otherwise. Give myself a thumb. Give Elon a thumbs up for that. Because he deserves it. But it took three years and a new Twitter owner. It took three years of this shit and a new Twitter owner for that to finally be said. That following, part of following the science is actually is actually like questioning the science. That that's what scientists have always done always done until 2020, always been allowed to do until 2020. Here's another little morsel, since we're on the COVID subject, as Elon Musk tweets, almost no one seems to realize that the head of bioethics at the NIH, the person who was supposed to make sure that Fauci behaves ethically is his wife. Did anyone know that? I didn't know that, did you know that? Let me read that again. The head of bioethics at the NIH, the person who's supposed to make sure Fauci behaves ethically, is his wife, Christine Grady. Spouse, Anthony Fauci, married in 1985. Married just interestingly, married just as Fauci was making money and killing people during AIDS. Same time, mid-80s, same time and getting away with that. Getting away with that. Does anyone know this? Was that said? Has that been reported? Now, once again, why three years into this, do we need Elon Musk? Do we rely on Elon Musk to give us this information? I wonder if Fauci was shilling for a Republican administration, I wonder if the legacy media would have mentioned this little morsel. Wonderful legacy media would have mentioned this little morsel of information, if Fauci were a Republican. The end. By the way, uh, the, the, the the pause means yes, they would have. That's what the pause means. Finally getting some coverage, but once again, Daily Mail is not, I wouldn't call the Daily Mail legacy media. The Daily Mail actually has done a good job for the last three years. Daily Mail in the UK. And they put up a story two days ago about Twitter files, dump shows, companies, suppressed debate, and information from doctors, everything we've talked about, which is not appearing anywhere in the legacy media here, has appeared in the Daily Mail in the UK. So it's getting some coverage, but not from the U.S. legacy media, of course, not from the U.S. legacy media. But this COVID insanity is in, is, is continuing. You know, they have we have like school systems, like in Philadelphia and Boston, who want to make kids when they come back from break wear masks for anywhere from seven to fourteen days because that'll get rid of that virus, that'll end the virus. This we know will end the virus. This will end. Up. Two years of wearing masks didn't end the virus, but another seven to 14 days in January, that's going to end this virus. So we're still, we're, still, we're still having this absolute fucking insanity, which is being allowed to happen. Someone put a poll on Twitter today and said, when is this insanity going to end? And my answer was January 20th, 2025. You know what happens on January 20th, 2025, hopefully, right? That's when Ron DeSantis takes over. Then this will all go away. Until then, we, so we basically still have two more years of this shit. This will be five years of this shit before it ends. Because this is not going to end. Because the stinky fish at the top keeps it going. Do I believe in testing people when they come from China? No. Because the PCR tests are shit, and they've never worked in the past, so they're not going to work now. Once again, we're doing the same crap. We shut down travel from China, and it didn't work right? We shut down travel from China like Trump did in 2020. That didn't work. They didn't keep the virus there. It came here. This is the way viruses work. They don't, who, who the fuck believes that this is the way viruses work? Oh, you're going to shut down travel from China. Oh, we're going to stay here. I'm going to, this is, vi- I'm Mr. Virus, Mrs. Virus. Sorry, I know that's not very woke. There should be other gender fluid viruses. Mr. and Mrs. Virus, we're just going to stay here because uh, the president of the United States has shut down travel. Oh, we're just going to stay here because the president of the United States is making people get that shit PCR test. It doesn't even fucking work. Doing something just to fucking do it. Like the self flagellation. Just to do something. We're just, we're doing something. We're showing you we're doing something. Uh, it, it, it harms many more people. It hurts and kills many more people than if we did nothing, if we just sat on our fucking stupid asses. But we're going to do it anyway because we've got to show you we're doing something. We gotta show you we're doing something. We're earning a, this, these bloated salaries. Yeah, by, as, as Daniel said in the chat, Biden shut down the virus morphed quickly into a winter of severe illness and death. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's been of course. It's been one lie after another, and they keep on repeating. It's like, you would think after they used a lie once and it didn't work, they'd stop or or invent a new lie but this is 2021 20, 20. this is a third winter of death and destruction for the unvaccinated this is the third winter of death and destruction he said the same thing in december of 2020 the same thing in december of 2021 and now he says it again december of 22 and none of these winters were a winter of death and destruction certainly not for the unvaccinated But they repeat the same lies over and over and over and over and over with the idea that people will think that if they're doing it over and over again, it has to be working, right? Because what sane person would keep doing and saying the same fucking things over and over, month in, month out, week in, week out, year-week in, if it wasn't working? So the public thinks, oh, it must be working because these people can't be total fucking lunatics, can they? Well, yeah, they can. Yes, they can. But that's the, psycholo- that's the psychops, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. <sighs> Queensland police are the public to DOB, what does DOB mean? To daub in any dangerous Oh, Queensland police asking the public to dobin any dangerous conspiracy theorists running around free, so free that they risk compliance to tyranny, especially COVID nineteen conspiracy theorists. So they're saying if you see anyone posting anti government, anti police or or COVID conspiracy theoretic, call crime stoppers. This is what they're doing now in Australia. This is what they're doing. Here, here, I'll play it. Here, I'll play it. I believe in proof. So I'm proving to you the insanity continues. Okay, let's see if I can do this. All right, here we go. Our
1: forensic police. We also have involved our security and counterterrorism teams. And the reason that they're involved is that they are uh, skilled at looking at motivation between, uh, motivation of why people do things like we saw last Monday. So they're skilled at looking at things like religiously motivated extremism, ideological motivated extremism, issue motivated extremism, grievance-fueled violence, and even uh, pathological-fueled violence. So they're assisting the Investigation Centre and the Ethical Standards Command. Are you
0: broadly concerned, I guess, after seeing something like this, an attack on police... And the rise and Before, if, if it's anybody out, what's amazing? I can't really play the rest of it because she speaks so calmly. This is what they do. This is what they do. They say they say the most authoritarian, Orwellian things, the most dictatorial things, the most freedom stripping things in a very calm way. Very calm. You see, so anti-Trump, right? So anti-Trump. It's not saying it in a loud, belligerent way. So They're saying it in a very calm way. This is this is, a, this is Trudeau's M.O., right? This is Trudeau's M.O. To say the most horribly fascist-like things, Hitler-like things, but not in a way Trump or Hitler would say things, right? Just very calmly. Oh, this is very calmly. I'm very calm. You see, I'm promoting this very passive-aggressive calmness. This is almost like the calmness that uh, Anthony Hopkins used to portray Hannibal Lecter, right? This, this very passive-aggressive calm tone Uh, i'm very i'm very happy in the way and and after after a while it's it it makes my fucking skin crawl but that's what they do so they 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 pass They, they 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 get these things into society they're able to forward this authoritarian bullshit simply by saying it in the most calm manner possible well they can't be saying horrible things this is how dumb of a world we live in now they can't be saying anything really horrible. Look how calm they are. I mean, when you look at people who have said horrible things that make us upset, like Hitler and, of course, the people with Trump derangement syndrome, look at how they talk, they scream, they yell. They put their arms up. So, Look at that. They can't be saying anything harmful to us. Look how look how calm she is. She's, look how calm and sane she is. Look how calm and sane Trudeau is. You wonder if they all took courses on this in school. Do they teach this in colleges or in certain colleges? Inst- I'm sorry, institutions of higher learning, how to do this psychologically, how to say the most horrible things and institute the most draconian policies but do it in a very calm way where people actually buy into it, promote it in such a calm demeanor that people think is actually good for them? I got him though. They ain't gonna fool me. They ain't gonna fool Micah Chopley. That I tell you, they ain't gonna fool Micah Chopley. And I hope they don't fool you either. <sighs> well, the Republicans are promising that Fauci is going to get his, like, next week. There are several Republicans who are tweeting that Fauci is going to get his comeuppance, not a month from now, but next week when they take office. And McCarthy has said, let me see what McCarthy just, McCarthy wrote that, here we go. Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great news. McCarthy said in six days, the new Republican majority will fully reopen and restore the US Capitol to the American people. That is the worst, this is the worst thing that happened, which is this gate around the US Capitol. That's the worst thing that ever happened. You go to Washington, DC for vacation, and you go, like, oh, okay, let's take the kids to the Capitol. And and there's this gate around it. Like this is uh like 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 this is a, a totalitarian state. There's big fencing around the Capitol. Let me tell you something. First of all, we know January 6th was bullshit. It was no insurrection. It was it was a few hundred assholes acting like assholes. That's what it was. And, of course, it was also the uh, isolated incident. It hadn't happened before that, right? We didn't really see that before that, and we haven't seen it since. So that's why you have police. That's why you have Capitol Police, which Nancy Pelosi did not utilize. She didn't have them on high alert because she wanted it to happen. She wanted it to happen, and so it happened. She had a daughter there filming it. So – the fact of the matter is there are ways to stop those things from happening. There are ways to stop just where you can city hall, any kind of federal building, you have to go through metal detectors. There are plenty of ways to protect the the valuable people working in the Capitol without putting this horrible fencing around it. And I don't even know. I haven't been to DC since well, they let oh, actually I have been, but I didn't go to that area. Have they been allowing people in anymore? Because the Capitol, you're supposed to. It's supposed to be ours. It's supposed to be the people's building, where you can walk in and knock on a representative's door. You might not be able to see them if they're not there, or if they're busy. They have assistants there, that will. They have staffers there, but you're supposed to be able to go, knock on your representative's door, and talk to them or hand them a pamphlet or whatever it may be. Lobby them. Have they been? Have people been able to do that? Have they just? Have they stopped that for the last two years? Also, that I don't know. But there's horrible fencing around this. Has to end. It had to end. It's disgusting. It's not what this country is about. This country is about freedom and access to the U.S. Capitol, access to our representatives, access to the power brokers. So here, that's McCarthy, not for me. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up for McCarthy. I just hope McCarthy, or whoever the speaker is, isn't pressured into not seating santos i hope these republicans aren't going to uh wilt Not going to be snowflakes and melt under the pressure of the legacy media telling them and democrats telling them that they should not seat santos first of all no self-respect first of all you know look once again they've all lied to some degree so you're a total hypocrite if you're one of those liars and you say we should not seat the person well you know you've lied yourself right Once again, the answer is very clear. I I can only say this a million times because this should be the answer. When Joe Biden resigns and Eric Swalwell resigns, and we look into those 212 Democrats that just won to see if any of them lied during their campaign about their lives, until we do those three things, Mr. Santos is going to be in Congress. You want to do those three things, we'll talk about a trade. Of course, there'll be no trade because Democrats aren't going to agree to any of that stuff. Once again, you want to purge lying? Let's purge them all. You're going to purge people who, who, who uh, embellish? Purge them all. Let's purge them all and start over. But since that's not going to happen, Mr. Santos should be in Congress in five days. I don't care what he lied about. I don't care what they dig up now. It doesn't matter. You want a purge? You give me a full purge. Not just one sacrificial lamb who's a Republican. Here, experts are slamming DeSantis' probe into Moderna. Experts. Experts in quotes. What does that mean, experts? The people who they believe, right? The people who they believe, that's thats thats what the word experts has come to mean over the last three years. The people the establishment believes. The the, the people that a, a certain select of people believe. The people the legacy media put on television, those are the experts. So legacy media tells you who the experts are. Don't go finding out for yourself. Don't go finding out for yourself that Jay Bhattacharya is an expert. Don't go finding out for yourself that Monty McCarry is an expert or Peter McCullough or Dr. Siegel from Fox News don't don't go don't go doing your own investigation and finding out who the real experts are believe what the legacy media tells you believe what the DNC owned media tells you believe what twitter the arm of the DNC and the FBI and the CIA they tell you who the experts are those are who the experts are shut up the experts by the way who will Slamming Desantis to go after Big Pharma, they're in Big Pharma, or they're tied to Big Pharma, or they have friends in Big Pharma. They're shills for Big Pharma, so of course they're going to go after a guy who's investigating Big Pharma. After the this is this is um, from Florida's Voice, the Florida Voice FL redefining mainstream media, whatever that means. By Eric Darty, uh, After the Florida Supreme Court accepted Governor Ron DeSantis' request to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate mRNA COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers, health experts, glad he puts that in quotes, fear, in bold, the move, the move betrays decades of established procedure designed to ensure the safety and efficacy of the vaccines and only serves to stoke further immunization fears. Brian Castrucci, president and CEO of Public Health Group the du Beaumont Foundation told the hill that the governor appears to be focused on creating fear around vaccines that have been shown to be safe and effective. Real, they've been shown to be effective? Hey Castrucci, hey Castrucci, well, where have they been fucking where have they been proven to be effective and where have they been proven to be safe? Ask all those kids that got myocarditis. Ask all those young people who died out of nowhere if these are proven to be safe. Go to fucking heaven and ask them if these things are safe and effective. Where have they stopped the spread? 3 years later China's exploding. COVID's still all over this country. Where have the vaccines been effective? Where have they been effective in stopping the spread of the disease they were invented to stop? Where? Where's the effectiveness? Up his fucking wazoo? These vaccines have been tested and scrutinized. This this guy, imagine the lies. Imagine how you have to be such a scumbag liar, and we want to get rid of Santos when we have a scumbag, the scumbag Hastrucci saying things like this. These vaccines have been tested and scrutinized more than any other vaccine, and they continue to save lives. Vaccine safety is not a partisan issue, and attempting to make it one puts lives at risk. Could you believe the fucking cojones to say something like that? Three years into this, to say that? They've been tested and scrutinized more than any other vaccine? You mean the vaccines just took five to eight years to test? This is Operation Warp Speed that took 27 fucking days? Are you kidding me? And they continue to save lives. Where? Where's the proof? Castorecci, where's the proof they saved lives? Show me the charts. Show me the PowerPoints. You have three years of this now. Show me the PowerPoints where they've saved lives. Where? How about I show you the PowerPoint of people who've gotten six jabs and got COVID 17 times, Caster How about I show you those fucking charts, you fucking mook? At a roundtable earlier in December, maybe when you tell people that the vaccine is going to stop the spread, that it's 95% effective in stopping the spread, when you tell the vaccines are going to get us back to normal, and they don't, maybe that makes people not trust vaccines. How about that, Castrachy? Who did that, Castrachy? At a round table earlier in December, DeSantis was joined by Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo and other health experts telling their personal stories and experience dealing with adverse effects of the mRNA vaccines. Doctors warned that more research should have been conducted to weigh the risk and benefits of certain age groups and between men and women. Hey, how about Castreci? What do you think of that idea? For example, Ladapo's Department of Health warned of a higher risk of cardiac death, particularly among young males. It is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug, DeSantis said. The petition to the, my God, imagine, here's what the governor said. It is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Wow. Oh, what a crazy conspiracy theorist, right wing lunatic. Oh, oh, my God. The petition to the court argued it is likely that companies and those who would benefit from the vaccines made misleading claims to consumers for financial gain. No shit. Sherlock, it specifically points out Moderna and Pfizer's claims about preventing the COVID-19 disease with ninety four percent, one percent efficacy and ninety one point three percent vaccine efficacy. Earlier in this, what were those numbers actually like two and six? Earlier in December, DeSantis also announced that a public health integrity committee will be established. The board will advise the public and provide oversight moving forward of the public health establishment. Joshua Sharfstein, Vice Dean for Public Health Practice and Community Engagement, at John Hopkins University, and former principal deputy comminish- commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration told The Hill that the Sanders request is not a good example of a legitimate avenue for scrutinizing vaccine recommendations. This is turning a matter of health and science into a political wedge issue, with the likely consequence that many people will be misled into placing themselves and their families at risk of serious illness and death, he said. These people, this is the same mantra we've heard for three years. They, haven't even, they don't even change the wording or, or like the, the, the order of the words. This is turning a matter of At the roundtable, DeSantis slammed experts for dismissing dissenting opinions. Part of the reason I think it's been a bad response is because from the very beginning, you had a lot of arrogance. That's, it's our way or the highway. Anyone that offers any type of dissenting opinion, they were censored from day one, as we saw on Twitter. People that would write anti-lockdown things in March of 2020, April of 2020, some of those would get taken down off some of these big tech platforms, DeSantis said. Anything the CDC will put out, you just assume at this point, it's not worth the paper that is printed on. And that's the fault of the CDC, you see. That's the fault of the CDC, because they said the vaccines would be safe and effective. Redfield and Walensky said the vaccines would stop the spread. With each new passing variant, Walensky said, oh, we the vaccines got that covered. The vaccines got that covered. Rachel Madcow said, we know if you take these vaccines, there's no spread. You can't spread it. You can't get it. You can't spread it. You can't get it. Joe Biden said a year ago, if you get these vaccines, you ain't getting COVID, Jack. You get them, you're not getting it, Jack. How many times you have to fucking lie to us? Before we just say, go fuck yourself, we're not hearing you anymore. From a line from Rosemary's Baby, I can't hear you, you're in Dubrovnik. When are we going to start saying that? How many millions of times do they have to lie to us? How many millions of times do they have to be proven wrong? Before we just don't hear their bullshit anymore. Daniel says an expert is someone who was at at one time, a, a what? A pert? A pert? What is that, Daniel? Are you drink? Daniel doesn't drink, so I know he's not drinking. Oh, I see, you're an expert. You know, I go. I don't get. I don't get your humor, whether it's spoken or written. <laughs> you want to come on? You want to come on and tell the joke better than I no, read? There's, there's it, no way to tell. That's a dad joke. Does it sound better than it Daniel? Does it sound better than it reads? There, it, it,
1: if you're if you're a dad telling it to your kid, it's an awesome joke. Yeah. <laughs> Once a dad joker, always a dad joker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but can you believe these people still have the balls to say this kind of stuff? Well, you know they, they they do have the balls.
1: It's quite a lot of husba, but um, um, but no one's believing them, and 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 it's the evidence is in the fact that um, what is it, fourteen percent of people who've got boosted, um, so so no one's buying it, and I think they're going to be. Um, I think this is we've talked about uh, um, parallels between. Uh, what happened in uh, 2003 with the invasion of Iraq and WMD claims, et cetera, um, it took about two years for, for people to come around to realize and, and and this initial support of 80% for the Iraq war flipping until, until it was only 20%. Um, that took about two years. Um, this support for this vaccine is flipped in, in one year.
0: Yeah, and, and Absolutely. With it, it,
1: and with it is going to go is, is going to be a flipping for support of the uh, politicians and public health figures that pushed this vaccine and the main, and the uh, media figures that pushed this vaccine um, this is this could possibly happen much faster be a much uh, more rapid transition than the uh, learning process was for um, uh, the RAC WMD lies.
0: Well, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And also, it's like you figure that this is only going to be ratcheted up now because you're going to have DeSantis looking to sue Big Pharma. You're going to see the Republicans starting next week going after Fauci and the COVID and and the censorship and all that and censoring other voices, dissenting voices. You're going to see a lot of that. And of course, the legacy media will get their memo. The legacy media will get their memo from the DNC saying, we got to go after this. we got to try to stomp this out because we are afraid. We are very afraid of the public hearing this. We don't want the public to see this. We don't want the public to know they're not uh, weak and powerless. We, we, we don't want the we don't we don't want the we don't want the public to know they have power. We want them to think they're weak and powerless. We don't want them to think they have any power or, or you know, and, and so they, they, they are going to do all they can in the first quarter of 2023 to totally stomp out anything any of this stuff from happening. And so you'll see more of these ridiculous articles with, like you say, quote-unquote experts or perts going after DeSantis for doing the right thing and for yeah. the Republican Congress doing the right thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, related to that, um, I was listening to a um, Twitter space. You know you know how Twitter has these what they call spaces where, yes, um, yes, yes. where go, there's live discussion that's occurring and um some of them are, are really exceptional where you get you know hundreds of people in a minute and it's hard to you know contribute your own voice at all but right. um, there was one that was was great tonight and what struck me about it was that um, it was very informative and it would have prior to Elon Musk never have been possible and it was a discussion uh not only about adverse uh, events but a discussion about um how um, um, in, in quite quite detail about uh, how coding is done uh, for insurance reimbursements in, in hospitals, and and um, in, in, in particular with respect to COVID, how uh, COVID found its way onto so many death certificates. Uh, it's fascinating, it, it be, simply because uh, for for the reason I just stated, like um, that it wouldn't have happened on Twitter pre Musk, and fascinating from an informational co- content. Um, if if this sort of thing was available on social media that is in our, our fifth estate, um, this, this whole thing might have gone very, very, very different. If people would have been made aware very early on that um, what the ratio is between deaths from and with COVID, or I should say deaths from COVID and with a SARS-CoV-2 uh, PCR test, um, if they were aware of, of that, then, um, then this it, it could have, it could have prevented a whole lot of people from getting unnecessary vaccinations. Or it could have stopped the pan-hysteric insanity of, of masking that um, that that led to these. Um, Forced vaccinations and lockdowns. Um, don't, don't. I, no one should ever, ever forget that these masks were the chief tool of promoting hysteria and how much damage that did by way of vaccinations and lockdowns to our economy. It, um, no one should ever forget that. And, and and anytime anyone says it's just a mask, I, I really want to just, just pound their face.
0: <laughs> it's just a face. Hey, it's just a face, Daniel. What are they yeah, worried about? It's just, just, just a face. It's just blood, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's just a mask. It's a, yeah. You know, we, we've heard all these ridiculous uh, phrases and analogies. Oh, you wear a seatbelt, don't you? You know, all this bullshit that the brain dead. It's, it's a mantra of the brain dead, but they, they spread it. It spreads through the brain dead, and it has spread for three years now, and they, they repeat the same crap all the time. The same analogies that make no sense. The same phrases they think. Of. So they think when they say something like it's just a mask, it's like it's just the most profound thing that they've ever said in their lives. These people are fucking they're just worthless.
1: Yeah. So so the, I think the public, the upshot of my call is, I think, uh, is to say that I think the public is ready for these investigations that are coming. The Public has already shown their readiness by not getting the boosters. And so I think they're really ready to hear um, what actually happened these past three years. And they're going to be really, I think, tuned in to the um, hearings that that are going to be in Congress. And they're going to be really tuned in, I think, to the um, Fauci dumps that are going to happen um, with respect to uh, Twitter files. I think people are primed. I think, they're, I think they're ready. I think this is going to, I hate to use this word, it's going to resonate.
0: Oh, it's absolutely going to resonate. It's absolutely going to resonate. But on top of, but aside from all that, and I like your optimism, and I share some of it sometimes, as optimistic things happen, such as the Republicans taking over and promising to get on it right away and, and DeSantis looking to sue Big Pharma and go up against Big Pharma. These are all positive things. But at the same time, then you have articles written in The New Yorker just today saying like, the, 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 uh, the argument for, for forever masking. You know, and I understand that if you read the article in The New Yorker today, uh, I kind of refuse to read these legacy media uh, publications that were, you know, actually good publications maybe five or six decades ago and haven't been since, such as The New Yorker. Probably hasn't been a decent publication since Pauline Kael wrote for it. But, uh, you know, I I understand that the, the writer may not be saying that they want forever masking, but there are a group of people who believe in forever masking and they believe these people believe not only do they believe in forever masking but they believe they have the evidence that shows mass work <laughs> so this is just once again there's still people out there and i i don't we don't know we don't have a good idea of the percentage right we don't have an idea if they're just a very loud annoying minority if it's 5% of the people if it's 30% of the people or if it's 70% of the people who truly believe this that masking forever will work and they can prove it works. When of course we know just the opposite. Look at what just happened in Japan as Ian Miller, the author of Unmasked. And if you haven't read it yet, you should go on Amazon and buy it. Just said, now we have Japan that has like 85% fully vaccinated, meaning up to date vaccines. Probably near a hundred if you can, if you consider people who at least have the first two, but 85% fully vaccinated. They wore masks since the beginning of time there. They've continued to wear masks and now they're seeing some of their highest death totals ever. So we know this stuff doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. It doesn't work to stop the spread. It doesn't work to make the spread less, less deadly. It doesn't work at all. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. And we have the evidence, yet these people claim they have some fantastic evidence that shows the opposite.
1: Yeah, well, it's a political on sign that they're wearing on their face is, is all it is. Um, and some of these people are truly neurotic. Um, some of them are just they're wearing this thing as, as a political symbol. Um, it's, 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 it's nuts. You can see a lot of them walking around in San Francisco in the grocery stores. Um, I, I would say it depends on which grocery store you go to. Um, um, but I would say at, at uh, the Marina Safeway in San Francisco, the Safeway in the Marina area, you can probably see 20 percent of people there in masks. If you go to uh, Trader Joe's over there by the wharf, um, it might be more like, you know, one or two percent. I don't know why that the neighborhoods that are only a mile apart differ so so dramatically. But uh, well, I, I
0: tell you, I had I had um, almost every Uber or Lyft driver I've had recently has worn a mask. And that was going away. Uh, Several months ago, if you go back to August, September, almost no Uber and Lyft driver was wearing a mask. I took two cars today, they both had masks on, N95 masks. So I I think it's getting worse in a lot of ways here in in San Francisco and other Democrat-run cities. In other words, it's it's getting worse when I say it may not be as bad as it was a year and a half ago, but it's worse than it was three to six months ago.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because they all think the triple gimmick is going to get them now, the neurotics.
0: Well, Um, I think these are simply people who are going to wear masks every flu season for the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, I mean, they may may take them
0: off in, 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 you know, March, April, May, they'll take them off, but then come October, November, they'll put them back on again every year until they die.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of underlying neuroticism in in our world, especially in the United States. There's a, um, in, in more, uh, in, in first world countries, there is a lot more anxiety disorder than there is in third world countries. Um, so it's, you know, we're going to, you're going to, going to see these masks um, for a while and it could be very, like you said, um, seasonal. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, but um, yeah, um, I did want to just leave on a, on that um, or, or introduce that optimistic note. And uh, and uh, one, one, one last <laughs> optimistic be? One
0: yes, last you want to, yes. to be optimistic as yep. we head towards 2023. I get it. I know. Yep. I know. We were all optimistic. Yep. We were all optimistic, Daniel, heading towards 2021. Then we were optimistic heading towards 2022. So I guess we'll be optimistic heading towards 2023. When yep. we know, though, there'll be many people who will do the same thing they've done every year and will never yep. stop. Yeah. And, and we we've, we've talked
1: in the past about... Um, the um, energetics of lying, and that to maintain a lie is very costly. Whereas the truth, there's really no energy ma- needed to maintain it. There's a great um, uh, um, uh, saying that I've seen circulating on, on Twitter in the last few days that I just really love that um, is more poetic than what I just said with respect to energetics. And this is it. I'll just leave you with this note Truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose. It'll defend
0: itself. I love it. I love it. I love that. Parting on some wisdom, Daniel. It's very, very, very deep. Very deep. Have a great night. You too, Daniel. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Boy, this is just like, this is just, you know, well, this is the way it goes. This is is where we live. This is where we live. Daniel, just something else to say? Or are you just still in the cold? Okay, I wanted to make sure you weren't looking for to speak up again. Um, yeah, so you know, when when it comes to this stuff, when it comes to this stuff, it's I, I, I don't once again I don't believe in a couple of things that the China thing it's not going to work. I, once again, I want this all to end. So when I, I don't want to be hypocritical, when I say COVID t- should end, I mean it should end, meaning we should stop talking about it and live with it. I don't mean I can I can snap my fingers and no one will ever get the virus called COVID. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about we need to stop talking about it. We need to stop obsessing over it. Just, as the, just until at least the last few years, we didn't obsess over things like RSV and the flu, right? So I want to, in other words, live with it. Stop talking about it and live with it just as we've lived with vi- flu, RSV and all these other viruses and diseases throughout time. That's what I'm talking about. Stop talking about it. So when you start doing things like, wearing masks again, talking about a group of people who believe we should mask forever and they can prove it works, stopping people from China to come in unless they take a test, and, and, and keeping Title 42 going. Now, I know people say, Mike, wait a minute, Title 42 is different because this is going to help us. First of all, how is it helping? We've had more, we've had more people, twice as many people. Is it twice as many people who've come across this border in the first two years of the Biden administration, right, than the whole... T- four years of the Trump administration, we're seeing more and more people. It's doubling and tripling the numbers that are coming through with Title 42. This is a ridiculous band-aid. It's not keeping people from coming across the border. It might be one thing if it was actually stopping people, cold, from coming across the border. It's not. It's a band-aid that's half off. Secondly, it's a COVID. It was put in place by Tr- President Trump because of COVID. And I cannot be a hypocrite. I want all these COVID-era regulations and policies to end. So I can't be a hypocrite because this one might prevent another 10% of people from coming over. I can't say it should stay. It should not stay. We need real regulation. Once again, stop with the edict. Stop with the titles, Stop with the executive orders. We need Congress to get together and have real legislation to secure this border. Forget these half-ripped-off Band-Aids and end any COVID-era crap. Vlad, haven't heard from you in a while. How's it going? How you
2: doing, buddy? Good to hear from you, man.
0: All right. You know, Happy, trying to survive this, this, this week. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Late
2: Merry Christmas, bud.
0: Merry Christmas and
2: Happy, Happy New Year early, Happy I guess. New Year, yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know it's true. The Title 42, even though the uh, Supreme Court, you know, extended it, thank God, there, there was probably, I think, a million people already at the border mm-hmm. and more on the way. I just heard right now Spanish TV and uh, Univision. And there was a couple of uh, Venezuelans already saying, we're still going to make it to the U.S.
0: But, Vlad, I have a question to ask you. I have have a legitimate question to ask you. Yeah. What is, in other words, what is Title 42? Who is Title 42 preventing from coming over when so many people are still coming over?
2: The thing with the Title 42 that that, uh, Trump implemented, do you remember, during the... COVID. No, I
0: understand, but it's not stopping people from coming over. Why does it I, stop certain people? Why, why, in other words, why do you want it to stay in effect?
2: Well, well I'm, I'm saying that until, until, and I agree with you in regards to, until we have the laws that we need with a Congress that takes the problem serious and stops beating around the bush and, and screwing around, this is all we have at the moment. Unfortunately,
0: it's not, it's not even good. It doesn't right. do it's not doing anything anyway. It's not, I, mean, I know. The numbers, the numbers are doubling and tripling regardless of this Title 42. So, who, who is this stopping from coming out? One in every five million people. It's not doing anything. It's silly. No, I know. It's kind of, because yeah, those probably. people
2: that still are able to get tourist visas, marriage visas, you know, those that also probably have 90 day marriage visas because they're going to marry or whatever, and they overstay their visa because their right. intended plan is to overstay their visa and not right. be right. honest. is We right. have a right. lot of people.
0: But a point I want to make is by by allowing Biden and the Biden administration to get rid of title 42 to end title 42 that then puts them on the hook for not having any more covid era regulations right you see yeah. that that helps the that helps us sane people who want to get back to normal because then they have no excuse they ended title 42 so if they end that then they can't bring back any regulations at all up their ass so yeah. that's another reason why I want it gone I want this I want this over with
2: you know? well, well, Mike, I, I really hope this this new uh, House of Representatives that's coming in gets their shit together, really lives up to what it's supposed to. We got the numbers. Unfortunately, it's not the same for the Senate. Now, with that said, uh, if things do go through and by the grace of God, the Senate approves a lot of the things, even if Biden tries to veto it, we we don't have a 100 percent win. You know, we still have an uphill battle. But it's all going to make a difference with uh, the new House of Representatives, whether it's Jordan or McCarthy, whoever's leading the pack as a House of Representative. The whole thing is we, we need to fix this country. We got to cut the bullshit. And if it's the last two years of Biden, unfortunately, the fraudulent in chief, because he ain't no commander in chief, I could tell you that. But the fraudulent in chief, then at least let him sit his last two years like Obama, sitting duck let him be sitting duck just there laying duck doing as much as he wants to ride whatever it's 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 useless he's not going to well, get it the his
0: problem day. is vlad the problem is look at how the republicans handed him this last thing this this 2 trillion dollar spending bill that's the thing too the question is it was
2: it was the the republicans in this session right not the one that's coming in
0: correct well it was the republicans in this session yes but how about the Senate? The Senate, I mean, the we had Senate several Republicans, exactly. many Republicans exactly. who are continuing into this session in the Senate who did it. You know, so when, it's a lot, it is still a lot of the same. It's some different people, but it's a lot of the same people. So when, how do you know they're not going to hand Biden and the Democrats a lot more shit, even though they exactly. control the House?
2: When, when you have men like Mitt Romney say that we shouldn't investigate Hunter uh, Biden's laptop and all that, that is the, that's the problem, that kind of Republican, the rhinos.
0: And that includes yeah.
2: Murkowski and Collins. They need to go. They need to be out already.
0: Yeah, and there are there are the people you expected from, Murkowski, uh, Collins, uh, you know, the man who stands for nothing, Mitt Romney. But you don't necessarily expect it from Cotton, right? Cotton voted for it. Well. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't expect, and a few others that you wouldn't expect to have, oh, what's uh, Lindsey Graham, right? He voted for it. After, after, after. Saying for months how we had to elect Herschel. It was so important to get that fiftieth vote. It was so important. Then he votes with the Democrats anyway on something as vital as the spending bill. Another fully, another guy who's full of shit.
2: You know. So it it's, remind it's, me what is what is the number? Is it fifty nine, fifty one forty nine,
0: or what is it's 50, it? There? Right, it's fifty. It'll be fifty. It'll be fifty one forty nine. It was oh, fifty geez. fifty, but it'll be it'll be fifty one forty nine. Yeah, come next week. You know, where they, so, won't,
2: they won't necessarily need Kamala Harris to be
0: president for that right. uh, fifty.
2: For, yeah. Okay. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. So that, that's, but I mean, that, that's the hypocrisy of Lindsey Graham. He was campaigning to get Hershey Walker in because it was so important for the Republicans to have that extra seat. And then he goes and votes with the Democrats on this horrible $2 trillion spending bill anyway. So, you know, it's like, look, they're all, that's what I talk about. They're, they're all hypocr- hypocrites. They're all liars. And I, that's why I'm against picking on the Santos guy. You know, they want this young sacrificial lamb as though they're as though by sacrificing him, they're ending lying. Right. (laughs) Right. All all their lies, all their sins are absolved by sacrificing this young 34 year old. Come on. Give me a break.
2: Give me a break. Well, I mean, even as bad as George Santos came out, I mean, for Tulsi Gabbard to be trying calling him out on, on Fox News. That's a full, you know, she's full of crap too. I mean, as much as I care for Tulsi Gabbard, the problem with her, even though she's out of politics, I mean, she's not really out of the spotlight. The thing is, why didn't she do that to to other politicians while she was during her ten year of power? Why didn't she was why, why wasn't she? Well, because he's the out?
0: because he's because he's the one who's being spotlighted, right? That's yeah. all. He's the one that you can go right. He's the red meat that you can attack. He's the guy you can pile on. Now that's why you know it's like if if I'm gonna have him on, if like if he came on this show, maybe he will. Maybe I'll try to get him on the show. If he wants to just apologize what he did. If he wanted yes. to just apologize what he did and said, okay, hold hold the spotlight over me now. I'm gonna tell the truth, and but you can hold the spotlight over me if you don't trust me. Fine, come on and and absolve yourself by saying you did something wrong and you learn from it, and you're not going to do it again, and you're sorry, and you apologize, something that almost no other politician will ever do, fine, that's great, but don't grill the guy and say, how dare you, do you have no decency? I'm mean, not so stupid to say things like that. I like Tulsi Gabbard, but when she starts taking that fucking grandstanding with, do you have no decency? Well, he, no, 90% of the Congress has no decency, Tulsi. I'm sure she has lied several times in her life as well. Sure.
2: My question sure. Yes, people, my- people who
0: live in glass houses, baby. People live in glass houses you know I uh, you know you know Mike I, I caught
2: on a little bit late uh, regarding George Santo but I caught on nevertheless the question is how did it get started that they started looking into him
0: what that, I, that I can't tell you I have, I have to look into that because okay. I came in I came in the same point you came in as which is that all this information is out there and he admitted to it but I don't know how but here's the better question what took him so long why didn't his opponent do it during the campaign? Right, that's
2: true. That's if these true.
0: were so obvious, if you lied about you know several things, how come they couldn't find this out before November eighth? And my feeling is, if you didn't do your opposition research, that's what you have a campaign. These campaigns are in ten days. I wish they were; they're ten months, fifteen months. You have plenty of time and money. They had plenty of exactly. money. If they had a lot, The Democrat had a lot of money in that district because it was a Democrat district, basically, to investigate him, and they didn't. So, too bad. Next time, do better with your opposition research that's the question why didn't they find out about it sooner i think that's even a better question you know not not, not why did it come out in december but why didn't they find out during the campaign that's the time you're supposed to find out these things right yeah. so it's, it's it, it doesn't make it look it doesn't make any sense but once again it's obvious now that they're trying to use him to sacrifice him at the altar to absolve all of their sins and it's bullshit I would simply say, and I'd leave it at that. I'd go on the I'd go on the biggest network, which is Fox News, and I'd say, Biden, w- the three of us can resign together, Biden, Swalwell, and myself. Until that happens, I'm in Congress, and we know, of course, that'll never happen. So yeah. it's it's it, you know it's come on, man, come on. I mean, Joe Biden has lied for forty nine more years than George Santos. <laughs> 49 more years of lying than George Santos has lied. Biden has, this is the thing, this would be a great line for George Santos if he's listening. (laughs) Biden has been lying longer than I've been alive. Exactly. Biden's been lying for 16 years more than George Santos has been alive. If they're going to investigate
2: anybody about ethics, they should be putting it on that old man in the White House. You're right, you're right.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course, and he's the president. Much more important than the, the, you know, one of 435. And come on, it's 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 insane. It's obvious what it is. It's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt by people who are throwing stones when they live in the glass house themselves. And it right. it, it, it it makes me sick. It really does. It makes me sick. And this this is kind of like once again, I don't absol- I don't think it's so right that he lied. I don't think it's good that he lied. I think there's a problem. He felt like he had to lie when i'm sure his re- regular resume was fine good enough he said he's worked hard i believe him you know and that's so the idea that he and i talked about this on a, on a few shows back i think it was monday the fact that he felt he had to do all this shows the kind of system we live in for people who run for office right their 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 great accomplishments aren't enough it seems they feel like they have to add on all the time i, I don't i don't think that's a good thing i don't think that's a good thing you know Because for every for every AOC who ran a quote unquote grassroots campaign who was a bartender, there are eight million others like her that can't win because she they have similar backgrounds, right? You got to be a lawyer. You got to have gone to three colleges. You know, it 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 doesn't make that that doesn't allow the average person to run, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is the feeling he had that he had to add on when he probably didn't have to at all because his real resume is impressive, impressive enough. So. That's a, a separate point, but he shouldn't have lied, but there's no way. There's absolutely no way he shouldn't take office next week. No way. Especially since I'm guessing Kathy Hochul would be able to appoint a Democrat. Is that is that, is that the way it oh, works? Oh,
2: man. Yeah, that's what they would love, of course, right?
0: But I think that's the way it works. Isn't, the, isn't that the way it works in New York? That yes, the yeah. That's the, the, the way it would works. be able to yeah. appoint somebody until a new exactly. election? So, yeah, if the, if right. the governor
2: is Democrat, he's going to choose somebody from their own party.
0: Right. Now, that law is a law that should be changed. The governor should have the right to appoint someone, but it should be the party that's in power, right? It should exactly. be the party that person belongs to who steps down, but that's not the way it works. So, yeah, of course, that would, bring, that would bring the Republicans' number down, their slim majority of 222 down to 221, which, of course, Kathy Hochul and Democrats would love to happen. So, we can't. Well, it, it can't I, be allowed. I, I just want to
2: see what, what as that program, another podcast is called, what fresh hell is this? I wonder what fresh hell they're going to be giving him when he comes in. I don't think it's going to end. It's just starting. We'll see how he does.
0: Well, uh, and, and re- here's the thing these people run every two years. So exactly. if the people in that district want to make him pay for this, if they don't like the job he does, they'll vote him out in 2024. It's real simple. You're not stuck. This is not the Supreme Court, it's not even the Senate. You're not stuck with them for six years. In two years, they can kick his ass out. If they want to, based on what's happening now or what will happen over the next few years, they'll have that right. So that's when that... Look, we're stuck in many of these places. You know, California, we have the recall thing, right? But most places, you don't have the recall thing. So a lot of these cities like New York, they're stuck with these horrible DAs. These horrible Democrat DAs, these horrible Soros-backed DAs and mayors like Eric Adams, they're stuck until their term is over. They can't recall them. So they're stuck with them. Whether it's another three years or four years, they'll have to wait. The voters in New York will have to wait till the next election to vote out these people who are absolutely destroying their cities. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. The voters in that district in New York will have the right to vote for Santos or against him in less than two years now. There you go.
2: Wow. That's so sad. Our country's going down. I mean, I might not be in those states, but still to hear right here in California, and you're also in California, if I'm right, you're, yeah. you hear the Gascon, and I don't know all the lousiness that they've been doing to, I don't know where the people have been fading, but they put them up on the ticket. This bastard should have been gone on in this last election. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, well, that Gascon thing. I don't believe they didn't get enough signatures. I believe that was totally fixed. I believe they threw out signatures so they couldn't recall him in LA. There's absolutely no way they didn't get enough signatures to recall this guy in LA because it shows if they should when they show polls, they show if they, if the recall election happened, he would lose big time. So you can't tell me that they were they, they weren't able to get enough signatures. So I'm sure they did. And they eliminated the ones they shouldn't have and they fixed it. And that's what happened there, you know, so maybe they can try again. But, um, You know, that's that's a totally separate issue. But at least we have in California, probably the one maybe the only good thing about California is we have the ability to recall people. Right. Yeah. You know, in in places like New York, they're stuck with them. They can't they can't do anything unless, of course, the the legislature or the city council impeaches them, which is never going to happen. So, you know, it's it's uh, the people have at least the people have some a little bit more power in that regard. Here in California than in other places, right? Correct. But you know, it might be the only good thing I. Can, it, might, Vlad, it might be the only good thing I can say about California. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much. Any hey, any big New Year's plans?
2: Not really, uh, to be honest, uh, Mike. I have to be home with my mom's care, and uh, sure. I'm just getting over the flu, and she's probably in the middle of the of, of, of the way of, of they you know, I think I gave it to her. So I yeah. gave her the same, very same herbal products that I take to overcome because I got it Sunday night. I I had a horrible night, Sunday night going into morning, a lot of fever, chills, sweating, all that. I overcame right. successfully with the treatment because I take heavy, strong, for, uh, strong pharmaceutical grade herbals and garlic and I'm very natural, you know. Right. And uh, I overcame I've been feeling better. now it's going into Thursday night uh and uh tomorrow I have to cancel, unfortunately cancel her plans appointment because I saw her a little bit sick, so she's gonna have to stay in. But uh she's my only worry. Uh, yeah. she's doing good, but really as much as I, I I you know what, I'll be honest. I don't really feel like being out in big
0: public. I don't yeah, I don't no, miss it. It's just- yeah, that's not for everyone anyway. I never liked it, even before COVID. I never liked, I never, I never liked July Fourth and New Year's Eve gatherings, especially that craziness in Times Square. And,
2: and now I, I think COVID has left a mark where, you know, right now, even though it's, we're going into winter and it's and it's all this is coming up, and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not taking any chance. I just got the flu. Thank God it wasn't COVID. And I was just going to my, my nephew's house up here in Covina, and, and to, you know, to have Mexican tamales and, and, and some soup and be with the family. But then I don't know where I went, uh, like Starbucks or something. I kind of regret going there. Maybe it was that public place. I don't know. Maybe while I was driving. I, I didn't go to that many public places, to yeah, be Yeah, come
0: on. Vlad, it's the winter. It's flu season. You get the flu. It's, this is the th- the But th-
2: the thing is, I'm much careful. But well, it's true. I can't blame anybody. You're right. And But I said to myself, you know what? Uh, I don't wish it on anybody. It could have been something else. I just don't wish it. And and so uh, I, I
0: take I take my uh, what do I take? I take um my vitamin D every day, mm-hmm. and I take my apple cider vinegar gummies every day. Okay, that's, that's what I do. That's what I do. You okay. know, I, I gotta add a, I gotta
2: take the apple cider
0: vinegar. Oh, I'll be honest, way, but they taste all, really good, and they're
2: supposedly good for you too. So thank you, thank you for that. Um, it's just my thing is I'm taking what is called the Doctor Vladimir Zelenko protocol. <laughs> I take in a various in uh so it's basically vitamin C, D, zinc, quercetin, and I take a lot of garlic. It's not included in that, but I add other stuff and so far I've been good. But like I said, it's because I also take care of myself. I, I do believe in natural immunity, so I don't mask. And thankfully they haven't been they ha given the order to mask again. So I'm, I'm 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 hoping for the best for a good twenty twenty three, but as much as i wanted uh tempted to go to the ro- to, to the uh, roses parade, I'm gonna avoid big settings. It's just it's asking for trouble. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, if you're worried about that kind of thing. And once again, I, I don't, I don't not go into crowds because of getting afraid of getting any kind of virus. I just don't like crowds. And yeah. and you know, I've, I've done this before. Not in Times Square. I've never done Times Square. I would never do Times Square. But I've done like gatherings in Vegas. I've, I've done New Year's Eve in Vegas. Downtown Vegas, uh, you know, on Fremont Street. I've done New Year's Eve in New Orleans, downtown New Orleans, and I've done it. And I, I don't really need to do it anymore. I don't need to see a bunch of drunk people climbing on poles, you know. I <laughs> don't really wow. don't need it, you know. So that that's just my thing, you know. So I won't, I won't be doing any of that, you know. I won't be doing any of that either. So, uh, anyway, Mike, if I don't, yeah, don't yeah, if thanks, I don't see thanks, you, Vlad. yeah, good, good talk to you. New Year. Happy New Year. okay, man. Take care. You too. All right. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I'll talk more about it tomorrow. It's starting again in sports. We have I haven't heard about this for months. There's a hockey player who's going into COVID protocol. They're still doing this. Once again, they're still keeping it going. They're still keeping this nonsense going. Putting an athlete into COVID protocol for having a cold. An athlete, top-shape young athlete who's not going to have any problems other than the sniffles, maybe a low-grade fever, the usual problems that come with a fever or Or a bad cold and putting them into COVID protocol. They still have, they're still having COVID protocols in sports. They're still having COVID protocols for a cold, for a fucking cold. So, once again, this is not ending. I don't want to end on a negative note. I know Daniel has such a positive thing to say and going into 2023 and all that. And, but, and some of the positive signs we're seeing, but this stuff is still lingering. It's still lingering. And it is these, conglomerates sports these these mega corporations that are keeping this stuff going they're keeping it going when they could drop it easily and they're not and so it stays in the psyche right it stays in our psyche and it continues that's the problem and we'll get more into this on a future show but this is all part of what keeps this going in the american psyche right they hear about covid they hear about an athlete going into covid protocol they hear about a group of people who want to keep mass going forever. And this keeps it going in the American psyche. And at, that, at some point, we have to end that. We have to cut that off. We have to cut that cord and stop this. All right. I expected a slow, you know, it's like Monday was a uh, a, a, a packed room. Yesterday was okay. Today is, eh, even though I love Daniel and Vlad, I don't want to, and anyone else who listened live, and both Daniel and Vlad for calling in, but... Woo! I got a feeling, you know, going into Thursday and and Friday, we'll see what happens. But it could just be, uh, it could be. Uh, maybe I should get, I should get some songs ready to play. So and Elon Musk, I'll do some Christmas songs. I think it's legal to play Christmas songs until until January first or January second. But uh, who knows? Who knows? But people are busy, family, right? Having fun. And that's what I want, family, having fun, don't be afraid of COVID, don't be afraid of flu or anything else. If you wanna get out there with people and party and go to bars, go to clubs, party in the streets, do it. Do it. Even if it means not listening live to my podcasts. Um, and I think Elon Musk is smart. I think they have that, I think they have that Fauci COVID dump ready to go but he's going to do it next week, not this week. And that's smart. Once again, not that the legacy media is going to cover it anyway, but it'll get better coverage next week when the, when the regulars are back on television on places like Fox and people have, you know, people have started to get back out again and back to work and back to thinking about things other than partying and having fun. I think next week is better than this week for sure. All right. Well, this has been a Let's Be Heard. I want to remind everyone this show is on Monday night through Friday night, uh, 11 p.m. Pacific. 2 a.m. Eastern. The name of the show is Unless Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley, and I want to remind you, as always, your influence counts. Use it.